You're listening to Showing Up with your host, Edward Terrace. And today I share with you how so often we deal with difficult people and situations that could simply be dealt with by asking questions. For anybody who watches my channels or listens to my podcast, you can probably find out that I'm a real estate agent. And while being a real estate agent, I've worked with so many different types of people, personalities, moving situations, what have you. And one of my most recent situations that I'm literally dealing with today is someone who has grown up with entitlement. And I kind of wanted to share with you guys today how I dealt with this situation. I'll kind of give you some context. So a lot of times when I work with people who grew up rich, had everything handed to them, and never had to worry about anything or fight for anything for themselves, they're super, super entitled. And the way that I was able to deal with this person was in the same way that they have been led their entire life. So this individual came to me couple days before he had to move and if you've ever had to move getting ready to move a couple days before you have to is not a good strategy especially in the city of Chicago where people can take three to five business days to approve or deny someone for an apartment so he submits his paperwork half a day before he had to move and I was actually available for him days before that to do his paperwork but he didn't show up And after getting his paperwork submitted, eventually the landlord had denied him for certain reasons, which is what I won't get into, and I will not name this client. However, let's just use the name John. And I let him know that he was not approved for the apartment. In real estate, I've talked about this before, if you do not want to deliver bad news to people, you're definitely in the wrong business. I'll quote unquote Bentley Phillips, the owner of my company. And anytime I do deliver bad news to people, I'm getting better at it and just accepting it and letting people know what needs to be done so we can move forward. Because if you know we get upset and mad about the situation that we cannot control, that's ultimately just gonna prevent you from achieving your goal of finding a place to live. And I let him know what the situation was and what we needed to do to move forward. And as someone who had been given everything in their life and had everything taken care of in a moment where he decided to seek out living arrangements a day, half a day before he had to move because his life decisions are now in his hands, he got upset because I could tell that he's never had to deal with this before. And he said to us, I am homeless. I put everything into this company I did everything that you asked, and essentially that we failed him. Now, a lot of people, they're very comfortable making these statements and redirecting their negative energy about choices and decisions that they made at the people who are only trying to help them, aka me. And it's something I kind of laugh at because not a whole lot of people are willing to have that conversation and blame others for their own faults when you're standing in front of them or on the phone. So a day later, 
he comes into my office. And I'm not there. I'm out on showings and working with my clients, just like I always am. You know, I'm in the office usually from 8 to noon doing my follow-ups and client check-ins. But after that, I'm, you know, I'm out on the road. I'm out with people. And my office lets me know, hey, he's in the office looking to get his money for et cetera, et cetera. And I said, oh, great. Can you put him on the phone? And they put him on the phone and he's very quiet. So many people are very strong and confident in emails, but when you put them on the phone, uh, they're just, they're very scared and coward, cowardly. So at this point in time, I start asking questions. If you ever find yourself in a situation where somebody is being overdramatic, they're taking their negative energy and they're starting to put it towards you, you need to assess the situation with questions. And I asked him, I'm going to say, John, John, how are you? What's going on? Fill me in. He's like, oh, I was looking to, you know, get my money back for blank, blank, and blank, which is fine. If you want to take the money which you put towards the fund to get this apartment uh, and go somewhere else, um, that's totally fine. Now, let me ask you. You were pretty upset in your email. And he said, yes, I was. And then I said to him, who decided to submit paperwork half a day before they needed to move? I said, was that me or was that you? He's like, that was me. I said, okay, why are you deciding to get upset at the only people that are trying to help you? And then I proceeded to ask landlords. I said, am I the owner of the property that you applied for? He said, no, you're not. I said, okay, so do I have the authority or the ability to approve or deny you for the apartment that you filled out paperwork for. He said, no, you do not. You do not have the authority to do that. I said, okay. So why would you get upset at me for something that's outside of my control? Silent, dead silence. Anytime you ask questions and you want somebody to understand something, you want to guide them and help them figure out the answers to the questions without you telling them. That is when people will ultimately understand and accept the situation. If you tell people, hey, you you decided to fill out paperwork half a day before you had to move, or I don't have the authority to approve or deny you for a property, they're, they're not gonna understand it as much as they would as if you asked them the questions by stating who decided to, def- to fill out paperwork and decide to get everything done half a day before they had to move. Was that me or was that you? When they, they, you put them in a situation where they have to think, literally think to themselves with the question that you asked, that will elicit the response that you're hoping for. By the end of the conversation, I had guided him to the situation that we needed to get to to where we could actually help him. I said to him, do we still need to find you a home? Do you still need to find an apartment? He said, yes, we do. I said, okay. Now, when you had emailed me, you were frustrated and you stated that the $140 for the multiple application fees for yourself, the co-signer, et cetera, was wasted. I said, do you understand that if we continue to work together that we can save that $140 for your application fees and put it towards a different property. I said, no, I did not. 
I said, okay, well, we're going to do that. I, again, I was answering a question to help them figure out the answer of something that's going to make them happy about what's happening. As happy as they could be, I, I suppose. And I said to him, I said, well, if, after he said, yes, I do still need to find an apartment. I said, okay, who else do you have helping you find an apartment right now? He said, nobody. I said, okay, so why would you want to get upset at the only person who is willing and is able to help you with what's going on right now? Because essentially that is not going to give him what he needs because he needs to find a place to live. And I said, okay, let's meet up. Are you, are you more available today or tomorrow to find your place? So I don't have anything going on. I said, okay, next 20 minutes when I get done, I'm going to reach back out to you and we're going to find you a place to live and I'm going to let you know my availability. When you're speaking to someone, a lot of times you need to, th- to think to yourself and remind, remind yourself a lot of people want to be told and directed in what they should do. He's never done this before. He's been handed everything in life. His family pays for all of his schooling, pays for every penny of his housing. He's literally never had to fend for anything in his life. So it it would only be natural for someone like this to get upset and take out their frustrations on somebody who's only trying to help them. And I understand that. I've worked with so many people that when I see entitlement, I, I understand it. And I don't get I don't get frustrated, right? Like when you see somebody and there are listening responses that are just outlandish and ridiculous, you're not gonna be able to help them if you also get frustrated. Right? Like I'm I'm very calm, I'm cool, I'm collected, because I know that I'm gonna be able to help him find a place to live, because I've had so many other people like this that have needed someone to guide them. Very often, people wanna be told what to do and they wanna be directed especially someone who's been directed their whole life. And, th- and that's real, a real caveat and bummer for people who are kind of given that life where they don't have to fend for themselves is when, when adversity comes up, they, they, they have no, they, they don't know what to do other than to, to cry in that moment and, 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 and lash out. So if, if I'm ever working with someone who's like that is understanding who they are and why they are who they are and then guiding them and basically telling them what needs to be done and telling them what we're going to do because that's what they've been told their entire life and that's how you're actually going to help this person with this type of personality. It's, you know, it's a conversation and statements that not many people are willing to state or have, but I think that, you know, too often it's a situation and personality type that we have to actually deal with on a very daily basis in business and especially, you know, in customer service because as a real estate agent, that is what I do. And the more personalities that you come across, the more you learn and you learn how to deal with people. I mean, I know I have family members that are in customer service, whether that's from retail 
or working at you know as a, a waiter or waitress I mean I'm I can only imagine the extent that I'm sure they deal with people because you know customer service is you're waiting on people and providing them you know what they need and uh, it's a very interesting perspective and I, I didn't think that I was gonna be able to share this experience with you guys but I'm glad that I was able to because not a whole lot of people really get to see this side of real estate and how we have to deal with people and guide them through their transaction. So thanks again for listening to the podcast, guys. And if there's any episodes or topics that you would love to hear more about, whether that be from you know, my experience with business as a real estate agent or personalities, I'd love to hear them. You can message me directly on Instagram, and my handle is at Edward Terrace. I love you guys. Thanks again for listening.